0: You're listening to The Biblicist Podcast, designed to equip, challenge, and encourage believers to look at life through the lens of Scripture. If you have any questions about today's episode or have a topic you would like to hear on this podcast, please email us at thebiblicistpodcast at gmail.com. This week, I got the chance to sit down with Pastor Joel Copernat of Crosspoint Baptist Church in Davenport, Iowa, and uh, I wanted to talk with him about uh, balance between uh, ministry and family, and what that means. Um, and uh, And it was a great conversation, just a candid c- conversation between the two of us. We both um, got to share uh, about some different experiences. We have a little bit of a different uh, uh, different experiences in ministry, uh, but got to share um, the things that. Um, we're not so proud of and the things that we've learned, um, and I want to encourage uh, the listeners, whether you are in paid ministry or volunteer in your church, um, of the importance of balancing uh, ministry uh, and our families, and uh, we had a great conversation. So without further ado, uh, here's that conversation now. For those that don't, uh, aren't familiar with who you are, could you just get,
1: take a couple minutes and give a little backdrop? Yeah, sure. Well, it's good. Good to be on. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, as uh, Caleb said, my name's Joel Coburnett, and I've uh, been uh, here at CrossPoint for about four and a half years. We're coming up this fall. We'll celebrate our uh, five-year anniversary already from when we planted. So time has flown by, uh, but yeah. it's been an awesome four and a half years. Um, but uh, before that, I when I graduated from Bible College, I actually worked uh, at First Baptist in Geneseo and I got to work uh with my father there and just uh was was an awesome awesome ministry experience. So, I was there for 9 years. 9 years as a youth pastor there and just really loved every bit of it. Um and so that's uh that's where where I started out. Uh was there was there 9 years and just moved to Moved to Davenport, coming up on five years, and we launched uh, Cross Point uh, Baptist Church in September of 2015. And uh, coming, like I said, coming up coming up here on five years already. Yeah. That's awesome. So h- how many
0: years were you in, in, after college, how many years were you in, in Geneseo before coming to Davenport? Yep, it was actually
1: exactly, um, exactly nine years. I started in um, middle of May, uh, which would have been 2006. So started right after graduation. Um, came back. Was there nine years, and I, I, um, my last last um, Sunday there was the middle of May of 2015, and then we hit the road for uh, several weeks. Uh, kind of had a, a long family vacation. Drove out to California. Also uh, while we were out there, raised the, tried to raise a little more support for the church and. Um, so yeah it was exactly nine years that that we were there in Geneseo yeah so I don't want to get ahead of myself but it just seems natural to kind of
0: talk about this before we diving too farther ahead is um, obviously out of college into full-time youth pastor ministry is um, obviously one of the differences between starting out there and then coming to plant um, is your family has grown since yes. then, quite um, uh,
1: <laughs> and, and how many how many uh, kids do you have? So I have five kids now, five girls. That's awesome. Five girls, that's awesome. Don't ask me the names and ages, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome
0: because, like, as you know, like I have five kids yep, as well. Yep. yep. Um, uh, two girls, three boys. Um, but uh, um, we're at that same number. And so, what is besides the fact that your family has grown? What has been the difference? In, in how to balance family between those all those years of being youth pastor to transitioning to planting a church, yeah, um, which is different than being in an established church, obviously. Absolutely. And then all, yeah. I mean, not only just transition to planting, but to being you know the lead pastor and kind of you know the visionary for it. So mm-hmm. what what was the what did that mean to you guys as a family? The difference of what that
1: looked like. Yeah, it's it's actually quite a bit different, and you know, so in in Geneseo when when we were there, we just kind of, you know, right right out of the gate, you know, was just already like you said an established church, and and we stayed uh, really busy. Now the, the church didn't have a school or anything like that, but um, you know, so it wasn't like a a, a um, real crazy frantic pace, um, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. But it just seemed like as you know, as the years went on, like after two or three years, um, then it got super busy. And some of that was just, um, you know, things that I would, I would personally take on even outside of, um, my direct responsibilities Mm -hmm. with, with the church, with the youth group. Like I started coaching for the middle school in Geneseo and I, I volunteered as a a coach, a basketball coach for um, some of like the feeder programs. And um, so, so that being said, like, I mean, it was very, um, it got really, really busy with things. And, and some of it was just, well, it was nine, you know, a nine to five, Monday through Friday, well, t- Tuesday through, through Friday, Mondays we usually had off, you know, but then, then the weekends would be even busier uh, busier than, than the weekdays just with ministry stuff yeah. and usually had an activity or bas- we had a basketball and volleyball team at the church. So really busy with that. And so there were, there were probably five, six months out of the year where um, just about every night um, there was something either ministry related or something basketball related volleyball related um, to where, you know, I mean, there were looking back, like, I mean, there were times where, you know, my wife and I would schedule out when we could have a date or go mm-hmm. out to dinner and it's like two months out. <laughs> and and again, looking at that, that wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't that the church was putting those demands. It was, some right. of it was just me taking on a lot yeah. of things and I absolutely love doing all those things. Yeah. But looking back, it was probably not, not the most healthy uh, balance. Yeah. I know that's the
0: case when i when I first went into ministry out of college, and um and in my case i it was I was on a volunteer basis you know mm-hmm. going into to being a youth pastor and 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 so volunteer basis so I was working a full time job um and starting out with a brand new family
1: yeah.
0: and um I know for for me, it's something similar to kind of what you're saying is that um, you know as they the, the joke that's often made, a you know, guy's coming out of Bible college, it's like you know I'm gonna go, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, attack hell with a squirt gun yeah, type yeah, of right. like, mentality, which is definitely what that kind of high that I was coming off of, and because I'm gonna go get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the, like the problem with that is working a full time job. Working as if I was a full time past youth pastor yep. when I when I wasn't in regards to compensation is like um, anytime I had a day off of my full time job, um, it was right into ministry mode. Yeah. Um, even getting off of work, right into ministry mode, and I had a hard time initially understanding um, um, uh, the balance of that and understanding that. Um, of taking care of my family the way that yeah. I should and loving yeah. my wife the way that I should. Um, because my thinking was every living, breathing moment I'm going to pour into ministry, That's right. which I defined as anything that existed as a, uh, a ministry of the church yep. and didn't recognize my family as my first ministry. Didn't yep. recognize my family, um, at look at myself as a minister to my family yeah, um, and to my wife. Um so, um, so what's been the difference now? Like, so you talk a lot about like in, 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 in Genesea with, you know, full plate, always keeping really busy. Mm-hmm. What was the difference of that to kind of, um, um, in a sense, uh, even more so making your own schedule, making like, okay, this is, you know, and making plans and developing the, you know, the vision for the church plant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously it always sounds like from that like you're very self-driven like you know and you want to to get effort after it um did things um uh, did things get quite busier or
1: or about the same you know what it seemed like at first and and I I guess going back to I will say this like we were really really blessed because the the church we were working at in Geneseo you know very always very generous and took really good care of our family so you know I I never had to do what you're describing, what you did with, I had to, you know, work somewhere else and, and try to work at the church. And so, so that was a great blessing. You know, it was very busy, but, um, but also too, it was just that the church was very generous, very flexible, a lot of times, you know, busy in ministry, but I'd be able to do a lot of things with my family. They'd be involved in it with us. So that, that was, that was a, a blessing, but, um honestly when we first started when we first planted crosspoint um things really slowed down in some aspects um you know there was a lot of preparation of getting things ready to yeah. plant um you know so that was busy and that felt like a scramble those those months leading up to the plant but then once we actually launched um i just remember thinking even looking back and thinking like, wow, like my life has really slowed down, um, in so many aspects of, whereas, you know, the previous ministry, it was like, well, you know, nine, nine to five, I'm, I'm at the church building, I'm in the office. Um, and then a lot of times in the evenings would be outreach or, or things with, with sports that, that I was involved in. Whereas with planting the the church and we didn't, have a building. We rented space on on Sunday, so in a sense, it really slowed down for those few first several months. But like I say that in like I think a very refreshing mm. and a very healthy way. Um, I was able to really spend a lot of time um, with my family, spend a lot of time at home. Though it was hard to get much studying done with with, kid, <laughs> yeah. with kids running around <laughs> and prepare sermons. So you know, yeah. at, at, at some point. Every day I would, you know, leave for a few hours and, you know, be at a coffee shop or the library, yeah. just, you know, working on, on things for, um, you know, for the coming weekend and following up with, with outreach. But, um, you know, but and some of that was intentional though, Caleb, yeah. it was just, I knew, um, and, and still try to have this ministry mentality and philosophy is that I want to go at a pace that's sustainable. Yes. There's an urgency. And, you know, I think you and I would both be similar as far as we're church planters and, yeah. and you know, just how God wired us and yeah. created us. We're driven. <laughs> and, and yes, we want to see success. And, yes, we want to uh, see growth. Um, but also, you know, I try to have the view of or the philosophy of of long term. Like I want my family to enjoy ministering. Yeah, I want to go at a pace where... I want to still be doing this if God allows me to and gives me good health and strength. Twenty years from now, yeah. I want to still be doing this. Yeah. So that's, I guess, it was more of a mentality and a a, a mind a mind um, shift of just trying to look. Yes, have urgency, but also look long term. Try to look at the big picture where it's something that that um, that we enjoy ministry. My family enjoys ministry because. Um, yeah, and times it can still get really, really busy right um, but we try to go at a sustainable pace where um, where we're not uh, where we're not going at, at, at a pace that's just too frantic.
0: Yeah no it's really good. I think that that's probably something that in in the years past where I really struggled with where I thought that if every waking moment I wasn't running so to speak running this marathon yeah. Of if I'm not working on something that directly relates to church ministry, if you were, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping I'm defining that in a, in, a, in an understandable way, yeah, um, then I was wasting my time. Yeah. But the more kids that we've had, the older my kids have gotten. I realize how foolish that was, and understanding investing and spending time with, with my kids, is a ministry. That's right. Um. And investing in my wife is incredibly valuable, not only to her but to us
1: mm-hmm.
0: in our marriage, and honoring God in that in that marriage. And and as we we're called as husbands to to protect and lead in our homes. And um, for some reason in my mind, I know for me anyway, I felt like if things slowed down, then I was wasting time. Mm-hmm. Um. Now you can, you can slow down and waste time. Mm-hmm. It's have, you still have to be intentional with, with your time. I don't no mean to say like, oh man, I'm just gonna sit back and t-. like, no, like, sure, right, like right. you're investing that time, but what I do mean is when you're with your family, be with your family. Yeah, yeah. And obviously like, you know, it's ministry, some it's phone calls can come, things can, but like, but generally speaking, when you're with your family, To be with your family. When you're with your kids, be with your kids. I still struggle with that. Yeah, me too. Um, And so I have to mentally choose okay, I can call that person back later. Yeah. I can text that person back later. I can check those emails later.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I can record that podcast later. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but along with that, it's, oh, I can do that with my kids. I can bring them to that meeting. Yeah. They can actually help me. They can actually help me minister to this person. Yeah. Um, which I've seen you do a lot too. I've seen you involve your kids with things because mm-hmm. like um, in not making that a separate thing, can you speak into that a little bit? Like like I, of yeah. making like, well, this is my family thing, this is my ministry thing, yeah. And but incorporating family into that.
1: Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. I'm glad you brought that up and that's, yeah, that's something I, I see great value in and I'm really thankful because, and some of this is because of the, just the ministry philosophy, the style of ministry, that we feel God's called us to here at Cross Point, um, you and I both, we we have some of that flexibility, and and we're able to do that. Like if there's you know, and, and, and there's going to be certain times and certain meetings that that uh, we we can't right. you know bring our kids to and can't have them involved. But I think a lot of it we're able to involve them. Yeah. Um. And so my my girls love coming with me whether it's you know to the building to 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 do the to, to setup or to clean up or or even the meetings that I'm having again depending depending on the meeting right. a lot of times they're able to come come with me whether it's at the building or a coffee shop and um, so that's that's an excellent point and and that's one thing where you know I think at this point um, at this point in my kids' lives like they they look forward to those things. They enjoy yeah. those things. Where the ministry um, and ministering and serving is enjoyable, yeah. um, it's not something that they dread. Yeah. Um, so really quick, I don't want to
0: spend too much time on 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 me because I, I was interviewing you, but I um, for us when we came um, to help with the church plant and moved out here, um, moved without a job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, which is that's a whole story. I'm not going to. I'm not saying I, su- I suggest anyone do that. Um, well,
1: you should do a podcast telling that should. story. <laughs> yeah,
0: I should do a podcast on that story. That's like I really should. But um, it was it was scary. But the the reason I bring it up is those those couple of months without a job. Um, I learned a side of of my home that I didn't know before. So keep in mind, this was coming off of, I worked a full-time job, um, was acting as if I was full-time ministry mm-hmm. when I, I mean, it wasn't being paid, you know, within mm-hmm. the ministry of that. Um, really pushing, really driving that to both of those things being gone. Because the church yeah. plant hadn't started yet. I, right. I, mean, I moved here, there is, so there is no church plant. I have no job. I'm in a town I've never lived in. Yep. You and moved, so, six,
1: what, six months before the, the church? Yeah. Yep.
0: And so what that mean, besides me looking for a job at the time, it meant that I was home more than I'd ever been since yeah. we've gotten married. Um, And we had three kids at this time. I think about that for a second. So we had three three kids at this time, and I, was, I realized that I wasn't familiar with my family's routine. Mm-hmm. There was stuff about my kids I didn't know. And um, the things that my wife did for my family, for for our kids, was more than I realized. Yeah. And so while that was a scary period of time, I thank God for that time that I Absolutely. had in the home. Um, because it was kind of a reset for our family. It was like, yeah. oh man, like... There is a lot going on at home. There's a lot going on with my kids. Yeah. Like, you know, they're not just you know kids that I get to play with for a couple minutes and tuck in in bed. And you know, that was dad time. Like, oh wow, like my kids have personalities and yeah. and have foods that they don't like or like. Like, I just, I just wasn't aware. Like, it, it sounds yeah. terrible, but like I really yeah. just wasn't aware because I was just so, you know. Um, um, getting out for going to that next meeting, recording that next thing, coming up with that next visionary idea that's going to change the world, you know, like, you know like, <laughs> um, and realized I was missing out a lot on my own family and my yeah. own kids. And the reason I bring it specifically is not, even, not appreciating my wife the way that I should have and recognized what she was doing um, for our family. Um, and so um, so since that time, my life's been totally changed in how I view my family, how mm-hmm. Uh, I think our family's has only gotten stronger. Our marriage has only gotten stronger Absolutely. since then. In the past, yes, you know, almost you know, five years is is and a big part of that, obviously, is just you know, God continuing to grow and work in our lives. But um, was that couple months of me being home more and seeing yeah. things and recognizing things that I hadn't recognized before? Yeah. Um, anyway, that being said, um, to kind of wrap things up today, um, um, can you do two different things? is can you tell me some um, uh, based off experience some mistakes that people shouldn't make mm-hmm. right whether they're in minist- whether like in paid ministry or they're just you know they're working a full-time job they're a layman in the church and search so so this this can apply to anybody in regards to that yeah. um, you know is uh, what are some mistakes that you would warn people of about making in their family and then what are some uh, things that You think have been very beneficial and worked really well in balancing that
1: yeah yeah well i would say you know from as past experience that you know there was there was some points when i in in ministry and even my life again no one's no one's fault but my own it wasn't Mm -hmm. that even the church i was in that tried to put put all these things on me or expectations um you know some of it was just um Again, I was I was I was driven and and just wanted to um, you know really pour every every waking moment in, into ministry, which I think was a good motive, um, you know. But but I think that you know, looking back, I would just encourage people to recognize that you know ultimately the results are up to God. And e- even now, um, you know, we're seeing some awesome things in ministry. We're seeing great growth and uh we're we're seeing god do some awesome things but it's i think that it's not um at the expense of at the expense of us sacrificing our family Mm -hmm. sacrificing time with them and and again i don't think that's ever worth it i think if you know whoever maybe is listening to this now if you're in a place whether it's you whether you're in ministry or whether whether you're at the point in your career where you have to make that choice of of success in that area or your family don't make the mistake that a lot of people make yeah. and and thinking that you have a lot of time and thinking that that one day things will slow down mm-hmm. because I know it sounds cliche but really you know time flies yeah you know before you know it your kids are grown yeah. I can't believe you know my my oldest now um 11, is 11 and wow and um, just super busy with sports and volleyball, and but yet still loves being at church and being busy in ministry. Um, but yeah, I wanna be there for those things. Yeah, you know. And whereas, again, I think that we both stay really busy. I mean, we try to really emphasize to our church that we are there for our church. We're 100% committed to ministry. We give out our cell phone numbers every week. We tell people, yes. you can call us, you can text us. We'll meet with you. Um, and, and we enjoy those things. We love doing those things. So while we really try to make ourselves available um, to our church family and make sure they know that we're available to them, um, I just uh, I, I would encourage people though to, uh, to really spend that time with your kids, with your family and not sacrifice that. I don't think you have to pick yeah. success in a career or success in ministry or your family or time with your family. I think that you can do both, and again, I think some of that is just recognizing that um, while we should be passionate and 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 be committed, ultimately um, God's the one that brings the results. It's not yeah. us, and just rest in Him, um, and and just really recognize that man, we got a, a limited time with our with our family, with our kids, um, and just uh, you know, I, I've never never met someone that's regretted spending too much time yeah. with their family with their kids. Yeah. But I've heard a whole lot of people say, "Man, I wish I would have done that different."
0: Yeah, yeah. no, that's really good. I think for me, at one point in my life, back I mean, before we, before before we were here in in the Quad Cities, I had p- probably at least seven what I would consider major things that I wanted to do, succeed in and mm-hmm. do well at, and my family was one of those seven things, yeah. right? Um, and in my brain, it seemed more like of a checklist of like, okay, I'm going to invest in all these things, yeah. and there was no way that I could healthily, in a balanced way, do those all those things successfully,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because I didn't have enough time in a day, I didn't have enough time or resources to do it. Yeah. But in my, but I was so driven on it, I was it was like beating a dead horse. It was like I'm yeah. going to make this work, but something always was sacrificed for it. Mm-hmm. One of those things always. Would get hurt for that, Mm -hmm. Um, and so all I'm going to say in regards to that is like we need to stay busy. We need to be be about about serving the Lord and 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 using our gifts. But um, if it's too much because of your time and resources that you if God has given you and your talents and your abilities, make sure it's not your family. Yeah, if you need to cut back from something for the sake of family, like do that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And don't feel guilty for that. Yes. Um, but once again, I'm not saying this because some people will make excuses for not doing anything. That's like, right. Ah, yep. I just can't do it because like they almost you know. can use their family as an excuse for not, yes. not being busy and yes. being involved. And so I'm, I'm so when I say this, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm not encouraging people to make excuses because I think you know the you know the difference. You are listening. You know the difference between making family as an excuse versus you're legitimately investing in your family and. Fill in the blank is getting in the way of doing that. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I mean, I mean, and so it's just important to have. Once again, this whole episode, the whole point isn't to not do things. Yeah. Is to do things in a balanced way. That's right. Um, and if something is causing an imbalance, you need to either change how you're doing it, or you need to remove it. Yeah. Um. So something I've been in been telling my wife recently, and and I keep reassuring her: is that um, um, I would never put something between her and our marriage, mm-hmm. through our relationship, and that if I do, uh, I, I'm willing to to take that out of the way. Yeah. Now, once again, we're we're on here, and it's the Biblicist Podcast. Um, um. That's in the context of I wouldn't give up God for my wife, all right? Sure, I'm not. Sure. I'm not putting God's status on my wife's relationship. The Bible is very clear on that. That's right. Of you know that. Um. You know, no matter what my wife does, I'm going to serve God. Yeah. If if my wife were to leave the faith and say, you know what, I'm 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 out of here. If you don't, you know, we can't. Like extreme. Give an extreme example here. Sure. Like. Obviously, I'm going to choose God. God requires that strong of a commitment, that that's strong right. of that that relationship with God is is much more important. No mm-hmm. matter what my wife or my kids do,
1: I'm going to serve God. I'm going to worship Him. Yes. So I think that's a good point, just that you know, God is is first and foremost. And I think even you know, just of of knowing that of of that kind of shapes. I think even ministry philosophy and. Mm-hmm and how busy you are but recognize that you know none of that means anything yeah. you know without that relationship with him yeah and all all that's that that might even appear to being built will crumble and fall if it's not yeah. built on him and built on we as spiritual leaders um having that relationship with him mm-hmm. you know and that you see so much of um of just even in pastors having, having problems and in, in burning out of ministry or just doing really stupid things mm-hmm. and you know, and, and I don't want to be deceived into thinking that could never be me. Right. And I think some of that is recognizing exactly what you said, is just putting him first and foremost and then family and then ministry comes comes after that. And you know, I guess I if I could, you know, add one thing too, I think we're really blessed. Um, The the church that we minister at to have so many people involved in ministry um, and where we, even though this is really, really hard for me um, to not feel like I have to control it, control things and be there for everything. Um, But I think it's a really healthy place for our church now, even to have multiple uh, different connection groups and Bible studies. And, you know, you you and I are there for one of them each week. We have four now you know, occasionally we'll, we'll pop in, in some of them to just fellowship and hang out. But, um, but just to recognize that God's gifted a lot of other people in our church and to help equip them and to let other people lead. Um, I think again, there's so much more we could improve on. We could do it better in so many ways and we should strive for that. But, but I just feel, um, you know that we're in a really good place, uh, balance, and, and just even uh, recognizing that yeah. uh, that we don't have to be doing everything. Yeah. That we need to be equipping other people, and then and then let them lead, and then trust them, and not feel like we have to. Yes, we want to be aware of what's going on and know what's going on in our church and be there for people, uh, but also not in a micromanaging way, yeah. um, where we have to hover over everything. Yeah. and we just let people lead. Thanks for the
0: time, uh, Joel, for hanging out. And Absolutely, loved it. Ministry and hanging out here at the Biblicist Podcast. And um, you know, uh, on a closing note, I just want to say that um, as you're doing ministry, no matter where you're at, maybe, maybe you're um, uh, you know full time full time job and, and serving as you can within in church ministry, and you're and uh, and making impact um, in ways that other people can't. Uh, because of where you work or who you get to interact with, um, is in all you're telling others about Jesus, and all your disciple making, and all your uh, don't spend a whole life telling other people about how great a relationship with God is, while not having a relationship. That's right. With God. Yeah. <laughs> that's foundational. That's that's where it all begins with. Um, and so don't leave that behind. Thanks for listening. Read the Bible, live the Bible.